Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We are your hosts, Christina and Abby. Unfortunately, Michelle is not joining us today for a couple of reasons. Um, for starters, she's not feeling too well. And for another, um, unfortunately, her grandfather pa- passed away last night. Um, so she is dealing with a lot right now. So she's going to be sitting this one out. But Yes, we love you so much, Michelle, and our condolences are definitely with you and your family. Um, But on a brighter note, we do have a guest with us today. She was going to be here anyway. I kind of wish it could have been the four of us, but that's okay. We have Michelle Lopez with us today. I'm so excited. Hi. Hi, Christina. Hi, Chris. Um, Hi, um, Abby. How are you? So this is kind of weird because she's actually was doing some business in San Antonio. So she was going to come over and eat dinner with me tonight. And we were just going to hang out because we haven't seen each other in person since the Nashville challenge mania before COVID. The first one. Yeah. And she wanted to see Kyler. Well, she sees Kyler on zoom, but um, yeah, so we were, she was, we just, we're going to hang out anyways. And here you I want, am. You wanted her to be a guest, and it just ended up being perfect. Well, so we're actually together, so it's weird. We're we're sitting here together recording. <laughs> it's kind of cool because it's like the first time that somebody has like recorded with somebody in person on our podcast. So that's kind of cool. But yeah. yeah, so it's it's exciting. Um, but yeah, so I was actually Michelle's idea to podcast on Wednesday. Um. So it's really unfortunate that she's not here. But then Abby's like, I can't do Wednesday because Michelle Lopez is coming over. I'm like, well, maybe you should ask if she wants to join us. And so I just, it's just all working out so perfectly. So I'm super excited for this. I'm also going to give a little bit of a disclaimer here. I've been sick for like the last week. So um, I'm sure I don't sound the greatest. I apologize for that to everyone listening. If I have to, like, cough or anything like that, um, I will try to mute myself, but so that nobody ever, not everybody has to listen to that, but um, I did just take, you know, medicine, so hopefully we can get through it as best as possible. <laughs> like, since I've been sick, I've watched, like, way too much TV, I've consumed so much media, so let's not start with me, let's start with you guys. What, what, what have you been watching this week? Okay, so uh, this weekend I started watching my second batch of episodes of Love is Blind. I did not finish uh, episodes five, six, and seven. I'm like midway um, episode six. But it's so interesting because since uh, they're, they're filming in Dallas, which mm-hmm. is like where I go to work every day, I'm like, okay, they're giving a lot of product placement to these apartments and that's really close to to downtown. So I'm like, oh, I know where they are at. That's cool. So, yeah. Have you watched any Love is Blind, Abby? No, I have watched, I think, a little bit of the first season. Okay. And you know why I watched it? Just by, like, yeah. my dad, who always made fun of me like for my reality shows he's like since you like reality shows I came across this show that I really like love is blind (laughs) and I was like excuse me he's like I thought you would like it so I did start watching the first season it's it's pretty good um the season's been really interesting 
Um, so where are you up to, Michelle, in that? Like, what, what's what been kind of going on? I They dropped new episodes today, and so I'm, like, completely, I've watched all 10 episodes. Oh, okay. So I'm still in the part where they were moving into the apartments. They're getting into, you know, trying to see how they live to the day to day. I didn't get to the parts where they met the families. But yeah, I watched, you know, obviously the pods and then their getaways. So based with- on like impressions so far, I feel like things changed for me throughout the season as far as like who I thought t- would stay together and who I thought would break up. Who do you think is good for each other? Who do you think is going to get married at the end? Who do you think is like definitely not going to make it? There's oh, one more episode man. left. I was so disappointed. I was like, it, it like leaves it at a cliffhanger too. And oh, it doesn't no. come out until next week. So you only get to see for sure what three people say if they say that they do or I do or they I do not. Okay. So if I go based on editing, um, Alex and Alex, is it? Alex and Brennan? Um, I forgot her name now. Alexa, Alexa and Brennan. Mm-hmm. I think they're the ones that have, are getting the edit to um go through with it and get married. Um, I definitely think that they're the strongest best couple for sure. Yes. Um, other than that, uh, I think it, it's difficult to surpass season one of almost any um reality TV show, especially in dating. You're not going to get another Lauren and Cameron. You're not going to get another Trista and Ryan, you know, from The Bachelorette. There's some things that, you know, after it loses that innocence and that, um, you know, ingenuity, you know, it's just, you know, that everyone's going to be there looking for something. So other than them, it's up in the air for me. Like, so uh, like the whole Malibu stuff, right? With like the um when all of the couples were all together and um what's his name cole was telling was saying that um uh zay was a nine and the other girl was a 10 you saw that i did what do you think what do you think about their relationship i never liked cole he never gave me a good first impression um I don't start liking Cole until like episode nine. I I never liked him. Like there's something about him that just uh I'm not gonna say who reminded me of. Um but it's someone we know. In real life. In real life. <laughs> he just he just I mean he I, I remember that he I wrote it down on one of the chats. He looks a little bit like James Dean, the porn actor. Mm-hmm. But he sounds like someone that we know just as dumb when he opens his mouth. Gotcha. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear. Oh, you this. know who it is. Okay, that's who. Okay. Yeah. So you know, it's like that was a no for me, and it's she's dying. <laughs> um, it's just I'm such a sapiosexual. I need smart men. Mm-hmm. No, and it's like no, he's not doing it for me. And then he was like, oh, "I need them to be hot, and I need them to like." I'm like, his deal breakers just like, yeah, made me so turned off. 
um hardly any of the guys did it for me i have to admit that i for i i was i remember i said afterwards that i was watching those first four episodes on musinex so i was a little bit you know out of it when i was like ooh andrew and they're like oh no andrew no <laughs> um yeah but uh, i mean they and cold there's something about them that just don't mix for me um yeah so for i i i thought for the longest time and i still think that zay is way too good for him but i will say that there is as time goes on he like i the way he looks at her like he like looks like he loves her like he is like he like has that look in his eye that's just like oh my god like this is I, I'd have to see what that. Do you mean he looks at her. Okay. I thought it was love is blind. They don't see each other. No, but uh, eventually they do get to meet each other after they propose. Oh, and so they, they have to live day to day to see if that connection, that blind connection. So, oh, so the first is. part is them they, not knowing what they look like. And then the second part of have, the season is you, if you, if, then you have to fall in love. You have to get engaged before you get to meet them. Yeah, so basically, like, you have 10 days in the pods of all these dates and 10 days to propose. And then um, after you get through those 10 days, you get to meet the person and then they spend a month together. And at the end of the month, they have a wedding and at the altar, they decide I do or I don't. Yeah. So during those four weeks, first you go into like a weekend getaway. So you can have that those first few days being together, whether you're going to be intimate or not. Then they set you up in apartments so you can live together. So you know how if that blind connection, if that emotional connection you did with a person will sustain the real world. Then you get to meet the families and then you do the planning. Okay, so I obviously did not make it very far. When I, <laughs> you didn't finish it. When I yeah. started the first season, but honestly, this seems really interesting. I should go back and... Yeah, I think the first season is very interesting. And then when you get to see, like, the reunions afterwards, you'll see a whole other thing. So I It doesn't say that there's a reunion on there, so... I really hope that there is one and I hope that they drop the finale and the reunion at once. Cause the only thing pending right now is the finale. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, why are you making me wait another week? I hate it. Yeah. So I think that they, when you get into her life story and the grief that she's gone through, it's so sad. I think, and I think like she said, it made her grow up a lot faster. So she became an adult very young. So she's had to deal with emotions very differently than maybe someone like Cole, you know? And I think that's maybe where the disparity comes with them, you know, and how they express themselves. If they make it fine, if they don't, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not fully, like as a couple, I'm not fully engaged um, with them. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I totally um, agree with that. Yeah. Matt and what's the ballerina's Colleen. name? Colleen. Uh, Matt, I saw their argument, and all I think was all I could think was like, dude, you're not ready for a relationship if you still can't handle. If you're gonna bring 
the baggage from your insecurities mm-hmm. from your past relationship to now, it'll ruin everything. Right. If they did manage to work it out like they said they did after their fight. They have more fight. But, you know, he acted one way. She was acting another way, which she, you know. Had her own and, You know, she was like, I'm a people pleaser. And I'm like, okay, well, at least you admit it, you know. Um, I don't know. I was like, people may say I'm a little bit too picky, but if that early on, I get that kind of uh, warning, I'm going to call it not a red flag. I'm going to call it an orange flag. Okay. It was, yeah, not quite red. I'm going to give it a cold mm-hmm. orange. Something I'm like, eye on for sure. Yeah. Like for me, conflict, resu- you know, con- conflict resolution is key. You know, okay. and- but also you have to, I like when I think about these kind of fights and stuff too, it's like these people just met like two weeks ago. So there is, you know, you don't know how somebody fights. You don't know how somebody else is. So like in that sense, I can kind of see like where some of these fights are coming from because they don't really know each other, but they're no. and they love each other and, you know, they're trying to, to make it work. So but that's why I, I like Zay's um, way of trying to um, really resolve her her arguments very calm calm you know calm I and collected which I'm not <laughs> I'm not like that but I try to be that's what I aim for right um who else um who are, uh Bartiz and uh Nancy oh, Nancy yeah mm-hmm. oh gosh I don't know what to make of them I'm I really like Raven Rape? They're not oh, Raven. I'm sorry, Nancy. I don't like Raven. Woo. Yeah, Na- uh, Nancy. There's something I'm I'm rooting for her. I'm rooting for her, and not much. I don't know, Bart. Uh, I'm I'm still giving Bartiz the benefit of the doubt, but uh, I don't think that's not gonna. No, they're the cliffhanger couple. And Raven, I feel bad for SK. Why do you feel bad for SK? I, there's something in that couple I'm rooting for him and not for Raven. I think that, go ahead. No, keep going. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. He's very mature. He's worked through a lot of things. You can see how he wants to go deep into, you know, those feelings and just grab onto like some death and some substance and you know, at least in the last parts of the edits that I've that I've seen, you know, of the episodes I've seen, they're trying to give Raven like there's something more to her. Maybe I did like the fact that she told Bartiz, like, "No, we're good. I'm glad, you know, mm-hmm. you're not, you and I were not going to work out." So that gave me a little bit of hope that there is some some substance to her. But I I am questioning her intentions on reality TV. Um, I can definitely see that. I will say just like seeing more than what you've seen. I really like the way that she compromises as far as um, his like Nigerian culture is. Um, I think that she did a really good job in like accepting like him for who he is and his family for who they are and like okay. expecting a wedding and stuff like that. So I was really impressed with her in that regard. I, I do. um 
see more from her than I did in the beginning, for sure. Okay. And that's what I've noticed throughout the edit so far, that they're giving a little bit more and more. So I I can't, I don't have her like completely shut out of my possibilities of, you know, maybe wanting something here and I'm taking from another show for, that she's here for the right reasons, but you know. Um, Speaking I, of another show, have either of you watched Bachelor in Paradise? I am. I did not watch Monday's. Have you watched last week's? Okay, so we're recording this on Wednesday, but normally we record over the weekend. So tr- I'm kind of trying to like pretend like Monday episode didn't happen. Okay, so let me just tell you where I'm at. And I don't care if we want to talk about this. I'm fine with that because, you know, I don't mind spoilers ahead if it's okay with Michelle. Um, They are still on different islands. Okay. Yes. Yes. And who, oh, I think Logan just got asked out on like his second date. By Kate? Some blonde girl. Yeah, Kate. I don't think I like her that much. I don't like her at all. <laughs> um, but I'm really not liking Shanae either for him. Okay. I like Shanae for the show. I love I like, show. I like the edit. I like the fantasy league points she's giving me. <laughs> um, her and Genevieve are doing wonders for my game. So thank you, ladies. Um... I I did like watching them being that dynamic duo, just like the drunken selves. That was amazing. That's like we need we needed like we had Aaron and James last year, you know, being being the Tweedledee to their Tweedledum, and now we got Shanae and Genevieve. It's like okay, now I see why um, production wanted them to double date. It makes perfect sense. Well, I like how they've become friends. Yeah, they hated each other at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I like, I don't know, my my best friend of thir- almost thirty years. We were like in a class together in school, and like we hung out with the same friends, but we didn't know each other that well because we were like came from two separate feeder schools. And I remember we, were, but we always joke about it to this day. She's like, I kind of thought you were a bitch. I'm like, I thought you were a bitch. <laughs> And this was like 30 years ago. Yeah. And I don't know. I just like their, I like their dynamic together. They do have a super fun dynamic yeah. for sure. I, and, and we see um, in these, this week's episodes that Genevieve has also um, gotten really close to Victoria. So I do think that the bonds that they form on these shows are, I mean, it's, it's unlike anything else. It's, it's, it's really cool. Um, at the end of last week's, or, or I guess like last week's episodes was when Casa Amor was kind of ending. It's over and it's time for everybody to go back to the beach. So we see kind of um, the fallout of what happens with some of those couples. Um, we see a not so great side of Shanae when she has a conversation with Logan and Logan tells her that he is going to be pursuing Kate instead of her. And oh. yeah. And um we see, um, you know, uh, Andrew having to have the conversation um, with, shoot, I'm forgetting her name right now. Who was having the conversation? Andrew had to have a conversation 
with the brown haired girl. Brittany, um, uh, she looks like Brittany. Yes, he she he had to have the conversation with Brittany, and both of them were kind of on the same page that um they both wanted to see other people because obviously um you know we have Brittany who hit it off with Tyler, mm-hmm. and Andrew really hit it up off with Justinia. So um both of them found new people during Casa Amor. Um, that makes me happy because I really like Andrew and I like Brittany. So I'm glad they found people, people. Mm-hmm. I didn't know her because What's Shanae and Tyler say? went on a date or Shanae and Tyler. So I didn't really know that Brittany and Tyler were. Yeah. Was it a, um, Andrew? Was it Andrew? Or no? Andrew was it Jasenia? Or I was it Eliza? So. No, Rodney no, was Eliza's with Rodney. Rodney. Okay. I'm uh, trying to get them again. They're, they're meshing it up together into like the same stick figures in my head. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, um, at that point, um, Eliza's with Rodney and then, um, then Victoria comes back and she's very torn because she has a date with Alex. And this was like the weirdest thing of last week to me because, okay. So, Pretty much, like, Victoria is not having any of the guys. She's, like, staying in her room, crying, missing Johnny, wanting to be with him. And then she's, like, on the couch. And um, he walks by. Alex walks by. And he, like, rubs her head a little bit. And then he, like, rubs her head a little bit. Um, For whatever reason, it's just, like, a physical touch thing for her where she just, like, she really likes it. And so the next day she gets day cards. So of course she asks Alex and then they have like this really good date. So when she goes back to the beach, she has to have this conversation with Johnny saying like, I had this date with Alex and now basically I have to choose between you. And so um, she's obviously upset and it's like this, it's a thing until the rose ceremony that happens on Monday. Um but yeah, so as of like last week, it's, it's, it's crazy. And there's so much drama. Um, Genevieve goes back to Aaron and they're solid. Brendan goes back to uh, Serene. Serene and they're solid. So there are like some really solid couples on the beach, but there are also some couples that are having a hard time. And then there are spoilers on real life. So we know. <laughs> At least I know what yeah. goes on with Why? But because some of our audience is not spoiled, unfortunately, we don't. I'm not going to go into it. Don't worry. Why would they kill us? He's like our number one fan. <laughs> I'm just like, I know things. I drink right. and I know things. Mm-hmm. No, it's, so. it's hard. I can't wait. Okay, so real time, though, the reunion is supposed to be filming this weekend. And I'm so excited to see what goes down at that reunion because I know it's just going to be a lot. Wasn't it this past weekend? Mm-mm, it hasn't filmed yet. Mm-hmm. No, it's the first weekend in November, which is this weekend. Wait, what date is up? Oh, I was already in my mind. I was next week. Um, <laughs> and now I know which date I am. Okay, yes, I'm November second. <laughs> November, yes. Sorry, work has me all over the place. So it's not <laughs> only the faces; it's the dates. I'm usually better off with people and faces and dates but you got me in a weird week um so yes yes it's november yeah november 4th that's right 
November 4th, November 5th. That's this weekend, that's right. We're not in the future. Um, yeah, now I've been, I from the few, very few um, reality TV podcasts I've been listening to now like before I would listen to like 20 between the challenge survivor and um and bachelor um right now um I do listen to game of roses and uh and dear shandy Mm -hmm. and I like I like listening at least for to dear shandy because since um there are a couple and just for people who don't know it's Charlene joins um podcast she's from um, Juan Pablo season with her husband Andy and he you know she brings the behind the scenes experience Andy brings his lifetime experience of being a serial dater and a player you know interesting and married late. Podcast before. so he gives like a guy's guy point of view of what guys are going through and what the women are going through and they give excellent at um relationship advice as well and he's been on the point of, I'm going to give you an example. He, um, analyzing, uh, Victoria and, and Johnny, mm-hmm. he was like, these two people, they've dated a lot and they know how to handle casual situations and they know how to easily break off with people that they don't want to handle. So he was waiting for it to see who would be the one who'd be more in control in the relationship. If Johnny was going to fall harder for Victoria or Victoria would fall harder for for Johnny. And um, seeing now what was going on with that dynamic with the whole Alex date, it was like, um, Victoria's in control. She has the upper hand on on Johnny Mm because Johnny doesn't know how to handle this. And so he's like, point for Victoria. And it's been excellent to watch it from relationship advice, you know, point of view how to view relationships and how to see how men and women you know go through it so that's been great that's awesome I'm gonna have to give that podcast a listen so I've listened to a lot of different bachelor podcasts this week um I listened to Brandon on clickbait and I was actually kind of disappointed in that because of his Instagram story saying that he wanted to spill all the tea about Olu but um, he didn't do that. It was really more about just, like, how much he loves Serene. And it was a really cute episode. But um, it wasn't, like, a whole lot to, um, I don't know, like. He wasn't going to spill. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't a tea episode. That's for sure. He's too big of a, no. like, he's too big of a, like, production favorite, I think. I don't think he wants to cross them. At least not no. yet. No. I like think. the show ends like airing but at least until then I don't think he's saying anything I don't think so either I think that he knows that he's got it cushy he's got it good right now and he's one of production's favorites you know and he's not gonna mess that up he doesn't have to right now you know and I think he's one of the very few who hasn't complained on social media about what's been going on behind the scenes and you don't you know you have a lot of the contestants of Bachelor in Paradise ask its air and they're going like, that's not how it happens. We're used to it from while watching the challenge where you have, you know, challengers telling you this wasn't like this, this wasn't like that, but you didn't have it as much um, with any of the shows within Bachelor Nation. And now you're having it. They're going, you know, they are contradicting the, um, the edit, which right. 
for me has been even more fascinating than watching the show because oh, yeah. I like watching how they are rebelling because the only thing that makes Bachelor this at least this season of Bachelor in Paradise even cringier to watch you could feel the, the restraint that um the control that production is trying to have on how they say things where you know they really lost me with the um with the Sally um suitcases that was like what okay was that that was ridiculous no i mean it's production thing someone thought it was funny and they kept mm-hmm. going and i think that there are people that used to be producers within the bachelor shows that are not there anymore and you can feel their like absence gale there you go yeah i can feel can his feel absence it. hard yeah and I could feel his absence or his, I'm sorry, his presence like profusely when I was watching FBoy Island. So, I mean, he's clearly got talent. He's clearly got skill. I'm in for anything that he's, he's doing, honestly. And he has a pause on doing good storylines, which is not happening right now. Do we know why he, he stepped down? I think he just got a different job. Okay. Better pay. He, like switch from like, like, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think that as far as I know, I don't think anything happened. I mean, he's still close with like so many people in Bachelor Nation and whatever. Like, I don't think anything happened. I think he just moved on. Yeah. I'm not, I haven't heard anything or read anything, no. but you could tell there's a difference. And anyone who starts watching Bachelor in Paradise the first seasons and go through now, it's like huge difference yeah mm-hmm. but well, i mean still the, all the best of all the bachelor shows oh sorry. for sure 100 percent. Mm-hmm. well speaking of all this do we want to segue into like all the bachelor news um is there anything else that we can we talk like challenge and stuff real quick before we get into news Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's fine. I just didn't know since we were talking about the Bachelor. Yeah, I, I, I had. This is the first time in so many seasons I have not started watching season thirty-eight. So I, I apologize to everyone from the challenge community that I am like three episodes behind. Yeah, since to be, since to be four. Um, it's just it's been crazy. I've never had much of a social life, uh, like this recently. So all of a sudden, I'm like. I've been, you know, either traveling for work or for, you know, pleasure. And so it just all happens to fall on a Wednesday or, or a Thursday. And I've been all over the place. So you ladies can go ahead and talk yeah, about the talk, challenge. You can talk about it, Christina, because I'm still behind on it. Okay. So I will really quickly then just go through some of the things that stood out to me in last week's episode of the challenge. Um, so first, first off, Tori had this like, segment again talking about her mental health and I just think that talking about mental health is so important and in my opinion this is like the realest that we've seen Tori since are you the one even like dirty 30 I feel like I don't know I mean I'm not I I enjoyed her on dirty 30 because I was an are you the one fan and like Tori was the person that I wanted to cross over to the challenge most out of that season but I was really have been disappointed in her and like 
some of the way she has presented herself over the past few seasons. I just thought it's been kind of fake. And I think that her opening up about her mental health and like talking about the antidepressants that she's on and talking about the therapy that she's done and talking about like all these different things like mental health wise. um, I just really think that it's just so important that she's talking about that. And I think that it's like a really real side of her. And this is the most likable that I've seen her in a really long time. So, and I think part of that too is also that Jordan's there and Jordan was her real life outside of the show. They were engaged. They were together for four years. And so I think that um, it's just like bringing out realness in her. And I'm personally like enjoying seeing that. Another thing like kind of on the topic of just important topics, I guess, is Fessy becoming Fessel. Um, he talks about it in the show and then he goes even more in depth on it on the challenge mania podcast that he did. Um, I listened to both or I listened to that and I watched the episode and I was really impressed with him because, um, the reason why he wants to have Fessel as his name on his uniform instead of Fessy is because, he wants to bring awareness to his culture and how to say his name on challenge mania podcast. He talks about how, um, growing up, he always knew when his name was about to come because teachers would pause because they didn't know how to say his name and just be bringing awareness to, um, different cultures and, and things that people aren't around every day is just really important. And, um, I know that they kind of like made it with this like montage of him still being messy, fessy and um, being like cuddling uh, as he, I think he coined the term all a cuddle on the challenge media podcast. Um, And he was saying that, you know, like, yeah, he kind of cuddled with these girls at the beginning, but he did settle on one. And the only girl that he like actually hooked up with on the show was Colleen um and what settled on one yeah well yikes I mean he had like four girls in his bed so but he was saying that like he just he cuddled with them but he just you know had feelings for one and so we'll see um that progress I think there's I saw a segment online a little promo clip I think that they talk more about that relationship in tonight's episode um but yeah he he's still messy fessy but i think that it's really commendable that he wants to um bring awareness to his culture i think you know i mean it's a great platform to be on and he says that the reason why he went by fessy and big brother is because he knew people wouldn't be able to say his name and so now having the platform for several years he wants to kind of change that narrative well, I'm not a fan of either of them, as you know, even though I did like Bessie on Big Brother. But I mean, good for both of them for speaking out about that. I will, you know. It was a good episode as far as it's interesting to see like how I in in my eyes, I thought that this was like a really good episode also that shows how much reality TV has changed because I feel like some of the things that like this stuff would have never been talked about five years ago, 10 years ago. Like that wasn't what reality TV was. And I think that kind of like as time go- goes on and especially like 2020 and um even them taking d out of of total madness and stuff like that like reality tv has changed and is changing 
And I think this is just like another step to show that um, this is also real, but this is a different side of real that we haven't been seeing. Mental health has been a really big topic on the reality shows we've been watching, Christina, when we mm-hmm. in The Bachelor. It, it was it was really mm-hmm. I, don't, about. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we've really like heard a lot of people talk about like antidepressants and stuff like that though and so and like I don't know it's just it's really it's really cool to like watch it honestly because I mean as far as like me like I take anxiety medication I go to therapy and I just think it's so like normal in my life it's it's really cool that um, they're trying to release that stigma and really just talk about it. I think it's good too. Cause I'm really open about, cause I take anti-anxiety medicine and I have no like shame in talking about that or yeah. telling people, you know, mm-hmm. telling people that I do because it's real. It's so real. Yeah. Um, I, you can come okay. in here. I take antidepressants, anti-anxiety, just last week, I did uh, two appointments with my therapist in a week. It's like, I need an extra one. So, and everyone that knows me, me that. everyone that knows me, and I've been open about talking about my bouts with mental health for over 20 years. So it's something that's with me. And I mean, MTV throughout the years, especially since the real world, they have been open about attacking certain issues and i think that they dropped the ball for a while and it's good for them to use again the challenge and these shows to talk about some things that are going on now you know yes Mm -hmm. they you know they they did politics they did race they did a lot of things but i think that it stalled for a while and it's good to see that you know being brought up again so Mm -hmm. kudos for them and i you know I hope that when I get to sit down and watch those episodes, you know, I'll be able to give more feedback, you know, and just I'm be able to, to hear your thoughts. Yeah. So um, anyone that's uh, open to talk about, you know, their mental health and their, you know, and their culture and how difficult it is to, you know, go through it through childhood and how it affects them and how it shapes them kudos to them whether you like them or not that is something you have to respect and appreciate mm-hmm. and you know give them points for that so good for them good for Tori and good for Fessel so percent. so Fessel and Moira actually end up winning the daily challenge and they end up nominating all rookies um obviously um Fessel was kind of you know the charge of that the other option um was them not putting in Annalise and Tommy because he knew that they had his back because of Big Brother. Um, but, um, and Moira wanted to put in um, Anissa and Jordan, and they almost did that because Fessel was saying that um, he didn't know where him and Jordan stood because he had just come back into the game and the last time that he really had any interaction with him, with Jordan, was um, he eliminated him during Total Madness. And then right after Total Madness, Tori and Jordan break up, Fessy and Tori hook up. So mm-hmm. he didn't really know, like, where they stood. And so mm-hmm. it was almost Anissa and Jordan, but they ended up going with Tommy and Annalise instead. So um, they pick all rookies to go down there. Um 
and Annalise and Tommy are just doing the most with trying to make sure that nobody is throwing them um, into elimination. And so the people that they choose for nomination are uh, other people were um, Colleen and Kim and uh, Horacio and Olivia and Johnny and Raven. And so Fessy ends up telling, making a deal with, um, with, with uh, Annalise and Tommy that he, if they were to pull the safe dagger, that they had to save Colleen and Kim because he wanted Olivia and Horacio to go against Johnny and Raven. And that's what they end up doing. And so we have Olivia and Horacio and Johnny and Raven, these two powerhouse rookie teams going against each other in elimination. And it's like a double decker hall brawl. So after, but it's different because there's a bar involved. And what's really interesting when I listened to the official challenge podcast i learned that um horacio and johnny have the same agent and the agent told horacio that he needed to put on more muscle before coming on the challenge because if he had to go against johnny in a hall brawl he was gonna lose and uh olivia and horacio end up winning which is <laughs> awesome wow. and yeah and so it's just like such a cool story to tell um, but it, it's different because there's like, it's like hall brawl, but there's this bar that they have to push. They have to push a person to the other end. And then as soon as the person gets to the other end is when the girls could go on top. And so it was really, it was a really cool elimination to watch, but yeah, Olivia and Horacio end up win winning. And so, um, I would say the only other like notable thing that I didn't talk about um, I should have mentioned earlier is that Tori and Jordan have a conversation at the bar where they talk about their relationship and they kind of start to, um, like forgive and move forward, which was really big too. Good. I'm good. I'm glad they, they do that. Yeah. I want to watch it. I've heard the season has been good. I just, again, all the Wednesday nights I've been busy, which never happens. So <laughs> So I hope to get up to date with everything this weekend. So, um, is there anything else you two have been watching? The only other thing I finished the mole, but I kind of want to wait for Michelle to talk about that because I know she's super into it. Yeah, that's her number one. So we definitely mm -hmm. have to wait for her. Yeah. And, um, and then I've also watched Survivor, but that's I've I've been watching Survivor as well. I I have missed parts of it you know I've watched bits and pieces um so I'm not like again because it's a Wednesday night so I've been you know if I missed one I missed the other um mm -hmm. and um but I know more or less I've been enjoying the season I've been enjoying the um the cast it's been an interesting cast uh a lot of people had uh Carla like this miss and there was something about her since the beginning I was like I like her so she made on... a merge we're at the merge and yes. not everyone made the merge no. so it was it was weird because it was like they had to compete to get to the merge so now everyone after this um elimination they are now merged or whatever but there was like three different groups and one of the groups had to um they were 
up for elimination. And so um, I think one of the biggest things that that happened this this last episode was Gabler really throwing Ellie under the bus and telling everybody that she went through his bag and that yeah. ended up getting her eliminated. Yeah. Um, I did watch a little bit. I think they got divided into two. The three tribes got together to the beach. They were divided into two groups. Noelle had to decide which group she wanted, you know, to, to win. And then if she chose the correct team, that she would join them and she'd be safe. If not, she would join the losing team and be up for elimination. So, and I do remember seeing that little bit, but, um, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been interesting. I think it's being called that pre-merge thing. It's like the threshold. I think it's being called. Okay. I'm threshold into um into the merge. So I think that's gonna be something that's gonna be there now for this new era of this of Survivor for the 26th day survivor era. So that'll make it interesting as well. Cause what day is it that they go into um into the merge now? Day 10, is it something like that? It's 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 I wanna say it's like 12, but 12? I could be wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think you could be right <laughs> and I could be wrong. So, but yeah, it's pretty much there. So farther than 10 is my, I don't know. I could be wrong. That's why I say it could be wrong. Cause I don't know exactly. I just feel like we're a little farther than 10. Okay. But yeah, but it's, it's been interesting. I've been enjoying survivor. Um, I try to watch a little bit here and there, the amazing race. Um, I watched also the first and, Apparently, last episode of The Love Boat on CBS <laughs> before going to Paramount Plus. No one is missing anything, unfortunately. It has been a snooze fest. So I had it as background noise while I was maybe um, chatting with the group chat about, you know, Survivor or, or something else or doing whatever. So sorry. Love Boat. And I, I do, I still binge the Love Boat episodes of the real show. I'm on season six. So those are even more interesting than watching, you know, Rebecca Romaine and um, Jerry O'Connell on this. And just the, the crew of the uh, of the crews are like, it's a snooze cruise. That's what I call it. It's a snooze crew. Transition this when you're talking about the Love Boat, um, the real Love Boat into our reality tv news because that is news and it's rated so low that it moved from cbs to paramount plus and it's no longer going to be on cbs no and how, how many episodes did it last on cbs four. four wow so now they're moving up uh the amazing race right after uh, survivor okay which is apparently the first time in history that survivor and the amazing race have ever been back to back yeah that's true so that'll be that'll be good i mean because i can imagine that you had been to been bleeding out viewers you know by the time the amazing race came around and i know that uh as of last week i think derek x was still there with claire right i have no idea i don't watch that show okay so yes derek x and and claire from Big Brother 23 are there and they're still competing and um and they're I mean technically this season on the amazing race there's in past up past seasons there would be like a leg of the race where no someone may not have been eliminated 
But this time it was said everyone's going to be eliminated at every stop. But the team that left, it wasn't because they got eliminated. It was because someone got COVID. And oh. it was the first time before, you know, since they came back to, you know, to film, you know, post-COVID that someone tested positive. So they had to drop out. So they announced, like, you're going to do this, you know, but there's already an eliminated team. So we don't have to eliminate. But, you know, this will count then for the next leg, you know, the the rankings and whatnot. So um, it's good to see how, you know, uh, COVID now, you know, finally affected The Amazing Race, which was one of the first shows, you know, they had to stop filming. Um, I don't remember what number of season it was, but, you know, they had to stop filming it to shut down and then return post, you know, the shutdown. Kind of in line a little bit with um, the real love boat as far as just like reality TV news goes. Um, the host of Temptation Island, Mark Wahlberg, he posted on his Instagram that from Hawaii, they are currently filming Temptation Island. So um, there is a new season coming. I don't know exactly when it will be. I'm assuming it'll probably be a winter spring show. But yeah, they're filming right now. Yay, I love that show. Okay, so getting into, as Abby mentioned earlier, some Bachelor reality TV news. Holy cow, we have so many things that have happened, so many marriages, so many engagements, so many different things that have been going on. So um, I think it was springtime. I know. October became the new new June. (laughs) Great. Yeah, so... First, we see um, Joe and Serena. They got married and like their little courthouse wedding. I know that they had said that they were going to get married privately and then that they were going to have like a big party. And so um, they haven't had the big party yet, but they did get married. And Joe posted it on his TikTok for all of us to see. Yeah. And I call it that was the one upping the three prior engagements. So it was uh, Becca and Thomas. Thomas this time proposed to Becca. So now that he proposed to her, they're going to start with the planning. And then that came before, uh, what was their name? Caitlin and Dean also got engaged. And then there was, what was the other couple? There was three couples that got engaged. They announced their engagements within a day. um, Crystal Nielsen got engaged as well. And then after those three engagements were announced, Joe and Serena was like, what up? And I was like, oh, well, we got married. So, booyah. Wait, who, back to, who was the third one? Crystal? Crystal no, Nielsen. Nielsen. She was on Ari married That married Chris from Bachelor in Paradise and then got yes. divorced? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. She has a child. Yes. Mm-hmm. She is engaged to him now. Oh, good for her. That was mm-hmm. the shortest marriage ever. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and I felt so bad for him because, like, he clearly, like, didn't want the marriage to end. It was clearly her that ended it. So I did feel bad for him at the time. But I am happy now that she's, you know, happy now and and <clears throat> going to spend the rest of the, her life with the person who she had a child with. I think that, you know, that's always good for the child as long as they really are in love and they really can make it work. And if she's happy, I just, I think that it's a really great thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna, yeah, I, I, I don't judge people like 
you want to get married, you know, for the right reasons, you know, go do it. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of marriages, oh my God, I think I, I pause for like a I, second. Yes. I'm so okay. sorry. I just wanted to, since we're, while we're talking about the engagements, I want to go back and talk about Kaylin and Dean really fast because mm-hmm. I heard about this. And so I actually like listened to the Help I Suck at Dating podcast, which I hardly ever do. But I had to hear the story. So they had Leah Block on, and I don't really care that Leah was on. She, but she was the guest this episode. And but what they, what was really interesting is that Dean tells a story about how he lost, and it's still lost, Kaylin's original engagement stone. Oh he, my god! He said it was four and a half carats, and she knew about it, and she knew, um, pretty much like. He had the stone and he wanted her to um, be something that she wanted to wear forever. And so he wanted her to design it. And then he changed his mind and um, told her that like he, he, it really meant a lot to him to pick out the whole ring. And so he just wanted her like input and ideas and he was going to design the ring. And so he put it in a napkin and put it in their junk drawer and they can't find it. Did he insure it? I don't think so, no. Oh my God. If you put it in a napkin, you're not insuring it. Like, that's how much I'm like, no. That's like, oh, look at this little piece of paper. Let me just throw it out. It probably I know. Work. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what Leah said. She was like, she probably threw it away, not knowing that it was in the napkin. <laughs> I mean, um, um, I, I'm like, um, I'm and then kidding. and then Jared is like, did did you look like behind the drawer? And he's like, no. And it's like, okay. Well, he's like, I didn't think about pulling the drawer completely out. It just wasn't in the drawer. I'm like, what? Oh, Dean. I mean, it's a very Dean thing to say for sure. But yeah. So I also like just you know, along with Kaylin and Dean's engagement, um, wanted to t- tell that kind of yeah funny, interesting anecdote that yeah, he he lost the original ring. He had to get a new one. And not only that, it gave me anxiety, just like, like, uh, and then I also saw, I have, I have just real quick. So years ago, my first husband, I had just this little glass dish, like by like my side of the bed. And I had, I think I had a fortune cookie, like, um, piece of paper there. And I I don't know what I was doing, but I took off my ring and I put it there. And I guess Tommy wasn't paying attention or whatnot. Um, And we're going to go somewhere and I go to get my ring and it's not there. And I started freaking out. I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is my ring not here? I looked for it everywhere. So I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to tell him I lost the ring. And then finally, I was just like, I, babe, I can't find the ring. And I was like, it was right here. He goes, oh, I dumped that in the trash because <laughs> of the fortune cookie paper. Luckily, the trash was, hadn't been touched. And my ring was sitting in the, like. On the top, not, you didn't have to God. dig it. Yeah, just in our little, like, bedroom trash can where we put paper. Yeah. People do dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, so you know, so you feel the the pain that Dean was feeling when. Yeah, but mine wasn't four carrots. <laughs> and another like kind of cute thing too is that he's talking about this, and he says that he's like, "Oh, it's coming soon," and he ends up revealing like while they're recording 
and before it was published, but while they're recording that, um, he will actually have proposed to her before the episode airs. So between when they recorded the episode and when the episode aired is when um, he proposed to Kaylin. And then I, I saw, yeah, and then I saw on um, Kaylin's Instagram story that they will both be changing their last name to Bell, um, which is his mom's maiden name. Okay, that's sweet. Yeah, so those that's he, some news on that. his last name too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. Is, it, is his mom still alive? I don't know. I wonder if his mom has passed away and that's why he's doing that. I don't think he has a good relationship with his dad, if I remember right. Okay. But I don't remember meeting his mom. Maybe his mom did pass away. I have to look that up. Mm. That'd be so sweet. If, I mean, not sweet, obviously, if she's no. passed away, but like so sweet that that's how they're honoring her. Mm-hmm. We're all Googling right now. Yeah. <laughs> his mom, his mom did pass away. His late mom. Yep. Okay. It, that just sounded like something you would do for someone, you know, mm-hmm. to honor someone who passed away. That's why I was asking. Well, that's, I mean, it's good that you brought that up because it's true. Mm-hmm. Aww. That's nice. That's we also had two other bachelor marriages over the weekend. Do you want to start with the 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 less uh, lesser published one? Sure. <laughs> the other one for last. <laughs> because I had no idea that this couple wasn't married. I thought they'd been married this whole time. No, they haven't. I have thoughts. Okay, so which one? Okay, who got married? Let's start. You can go for it. I, no, well, I mean, I know it's Astrid, right? Yep. Yeah, I thought they'd been married. I had no clue. From Bachelor in Paradise. And Bachelor and Kevin from Bachelor Winter Games. and Ashley's ex. Yes. I love them. Yes. Me too. And I love, like, it was so cool to see, you know, Astrid so close with so many people on her season and like all the girls that rallied around Rachel when Rachel became the bachelorette, you know, Rachel, Christina Schulman, um, Whitney, they were all um, there for the wedding. And that was really cool to see uh, Blake from um, Bachelor in Paradise. And most recently we saw him on All-Star Shore. He was there um, with Gianna. So, yeah. Oh, so you went with Gigi, you went with Janina. Good. Yeah. So while there were some people in that wedding, then we got the rest of the other people in the most expensive wedding I've seen two virgins throw. Uh, you got Madison Pruitt and uh, Grant Trout getting married in Dallas. Yeah. So Wait, he is like a billionaire. He's a, like a billionaire heir, whatever. His family is super rich and their wedding was just like super over the top and I would say like the one of the more notable cringy things that I saw happen at this wedding um was her veil veil the veil had spelled out worth the wait who are these people so Madison Pruitt was on Pilot Pete's um season she was the one that told him like you know 
um, I'm a virgin and I'm going to stay a virgin until I get married oh. and you can't have sex with anyone else. You know, Pilot Pete, the one that, you know, windmill picked, Pilot Pete. Okay, but he picked, but after he picked Hannah, he picked her. He tried to pick her. He tried and to pick that her. was like the most uncomfortable like let's try this out after the final rose and then two days later like they, you know shocker, okay. we didn't last. so who's the guy so brent trout he also played like college basketball and high school basketball so it's a, like a love and basketball thing between virgins so <laughs> his dad uh i forgot his name is it kevin trout was he a bachelor guy Grant no trout? okay no nothing no to do with the bachelor no 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 Kenny that's all no Kenny Trout became a billionaire in the 90s uh, with uh, a communications uh, uh, company, which has to do with evangelical um, communications. And so, if you know, between them, they have, they've been amassing, you know, their followers and uh, yeah, they they could, they're, they're set to, to, to create their own little mini empire with, you know, certain demographic of bachelor. She was so viewers. boring. She was so vanilla. Well, I mean, but yes, it was. A, if you have any I'm moment, sure. you can go into her Instagram account and watch the highlights from her uh, her wedding. You would see the amount. I mean. It, they could yeah. buy um Dean like a few of those missing stones. <laughs> you know? Um, and there were people there. Um, notice notably there was uh Kate Flanagan was there and she was posting a picture of her at the wedding, and um Pilot Pete was like, Hey, where's Pete? You know, being funny or trying to be funny, because obviously he wasn't gonna be invited to that wedding, but his girlfriend is because they were in the same season. Yeah, I think but that you have imagined. Hmm? I think they stayed friends. Uh, Pete and Maddie, or no, 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 Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, they did. But yeah, it would be weird if Pilot Pete would have showed up. But he's back together with Kelly. He is. Yep. yep. They're Instagram, uh, uh, Instagram official. That again. season was just cool. What a the disaster. season. And she talks about it a little bit on the Trading Secrets podcast. Not a whole lot, but she he he like asks if she's going to move to New York, and she's like, "We're not there yet, but you know, we'll, we'll see." But she definitely acknowledges that, like, yes, they are together. Yeah, they are. Um, busy um, week so we have, for Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. So we have another engagement that's not Bachelor Nation related, mm-hmm. and that is Turner from Big Brother Twenty Four. Oh, yeah proposed to Megan Belmonte his girlfriend that he talked about every day in the house so yep I did see that I did see that that piece of news um bachelorette Rachel that was just a bachelorette I can't remember her last name I'm sorry she no no Rachel and Gabby Rachel oh uh yeah I can't remember now her yeah it starts with an R, but she moved to LA yeah. and in with Genevieve. So Genevieve and Rachel are now roommates. Ooh, Rachel Reich and Genevieve. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Um, another thing that I found interesting in Bachelor Nation news was Kendall Long announced that she's going to be um, moving to Germany with her boyfriend, Mitch Sage. Mitch, I don't think, I mean, he has like a few hundred followers. He's not anybody famous. He's just her boyfriend. And I found that really, really, really interesting because um, if you know, like the whole story with her and grocery store, Joe, grocery store, Joe, he when they were together, he moved um, to L.A. for Dancing with the Stars, and um, he stayed in L.A. and in with Kendall for the majority of their relationship before until he decided to move back to Chicago. Um, he just wasn't happy in L.A. and wanted to move back to Chicago, but she didn't want to move with him, and then it ended up becoming the storyline on Bachelor in Paradise last season where they talk about it. And um, she's just like, well, I don't want to move. I told myself that I would never move for a guy. And he's like, I would hope that like after, you know, like X amount of years, like I'm more than just a guy to you. But clearly like that wasn't the case. So I found it was like really interesting that not only is she like moving for a guy, but she's moving to a different country with a guy. No, she meant to say, to Joe, I won't move for you. <laughs> I think it's growth. I think that maybe looking back as she watched her season of Bachelor in Paradise and see that, I think that maybe it helped her. Hopefully it helped her to grow and understand that, you know, sometimes you do have to make those choices. And sometimes it'll be easier with one guy and sometimes it will be easier with another. But um, good for her that she's given herself a chance now. And, you know making moves you know i loved her she's just so quirky and her god her instagram stories are weird but i don't know i love her i love her so i'm i'm i was really happy for her when i saw that another couple that is moving or moved over the weekend is car marie and polly they moved from montana to florida and Cara Maria's Montana home will now be an Airbnb. So if you want to stay in Cara Maria's home, if you're ever in Montana, her house is an Airbnb now. Well, that is so funny because Abram's son house is also an Airbnb, which I almost stayed at a few years ago, but COVID hit. Hmm. And that it's a house that he and his family built with their hands. So you can imagine it's a beautiful house. It's also an Airbnb. Um, so it'll be interesting to see which house gets rented <laughs> to get them if you're going to Montana. I mean, I don't know where Carol Maria's house is, but I know Abe's house is like uh, 25 minutes away from Yellowstone National Park. So if you're a nature person, oh. you're right there. So huh. it's a good, it's a good, you know, alternative. Um, but yeah, I did see that. Um, I will only say this. Good luck to Polly and Cara Maria. I mean, they've made it last this long, which I didn't think was going to happen. So more power to them. I mean, she did last five or six years with Abram too. So she likes to last long with her partners. And that's all I'll say. And I had no idea all the drama that was going on with them until towards the end. Well, he had been off the show for a few seasons, so... And he lives all the way out in Montana. He was private, so. So one of the only, I don't know if you have much more reality TV news to talk about, but one of the only other things that I wanted to talk about was that Taylor from Big Brother 
Um, she went on the Reality Steve podcast, and not only did she talk about her time on Big Brother, but she also ends up opening up, up about the sexual misconduct that happened to her behind the scenes of Miss America. Miss and- USA. Okay, Miss Miss USA. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, so I thought that that was really interesting to listen to. Um, I've, I'm really glad that she talked about it and she put her name behind it. I know, um, based on what was said that there were a few people that came forward, um, a a couple of years ago, her being one of them, but they didn't put their names behind it. And this is the first time that she's put her name behind, um, what happened. I know that, he was he was the vice president is that right so i actually had been following that story separately before knowing that taylor was one of the whistleblowers um so it all started getting um some um light shed with uh the latest uh um miss uh, usa pageant where miss texas won but there have been um allegations of rigging and there's uh, apparently some strong um, evidence that there was some rigging towards Miss Texas. Mm-hmm. And along with that, there was also the allegations that started getting, you know, uh, some attention because it's a husband and wife who are the owners of the franchise and they're, they were president and vice president. So the husband was, I believe, yes, the vice president and he had been using his position to um, get um, inappropriately close to some of the contestants. Um, Taylor goes into what he tried to do with her. Um, and um, she did speak up. They didn't do much, but other people started hearing that she had spoken up and started speaking out even more, which led to this getting more attention. And he finally getting removed from, you know, from his position. And apparently the wife is also filing for a divorce. But then they have the all, now they also have the rigging um, allegations to deal with. So there's a two-parter right there. And I did listen to Taylor on Reality Steve because I had been following that. And it just, it, it, like reality Steve happened to be like in the right moment, the right time. Cause he just like a couple of weeks ago was a judge on the Miss Texas USA pageant. So he had now some information to talk about the pageant worlds with her. And it just led for him to getting, you know, to ask the right questions at the right moment at the right time. And he got um, an exclusive that no one else got. He got that breaking news that he hadn't spoken to with any of the other um, podcasts that she had been doing um, during these last rounds um, in the past week or so. So mm-hmm. that was a good get from him. Oh, and it yeah. was really interesting. And yes, everyone should check that out and listen to it. So Taylor Taylor was the one that came out about it first. She was one of the very first, if not the first one to like, hey, this happened and this going on. And, yep. Wow, good for her. Good for her. Use your voice, girl. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, obviously, with her being as huge and as loved and everything as she is, it's, like, even more platform for her to speak on. So I think it's just, like, so great for her to be able to um, to talk about it and bring awareness to, like, this terrible thing that happened to her. Yeah. 
and hopefully we'll get, you know, some reform. No wonder she had such thick skin in the big brother house. You have to, I mean, for the pageant world, you you are prepped for a lot of things that, you know, to handle the crowd, to handle the jury, to handle questions, you know, and there's a lot more than just being a pretty face and, you know, wearing a, a nice dress or a bathing suit. So good for her. Good right. for her. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> so another positive thing for Taylor. So, yay. Is there any other um, reality TV news you guys want to talk about before we move on to a little bit of um, things that are going on with pop culture news? There's only a few things in pop culture I wanted to talk about. No, I can't. I think, um, yeah, because the other reality TV show I used to watch and I haven't watched this season is in Spanish. Um, and it's cringier than Bachelor in Paradise. I'll leave it at that. But it, it's good to numb my brain cells. But I haven't watched it since it started this season. So we're good. Okay. Um, okay. So a little bit of pop culture news that has been going on. Um, well, first, Tom Brady and Giselle officially filed for divorce. I know that we kind of talked about the rumors when they were going on. But um, they have officially filed for divorce and made their both individual statements on um on that and so yeah they're parting ways and I think it's just like really interesting that Tom Brady chose football over his family and also that he's doing so horribly this year which I don't like Tom Brady so I hate him. um it doesn't surprise me at all that he chose football over he's he's a selfish keep going he's a narcissist <laughs> He is. He is for sure. So, yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk too much about Tom Brady, but I just, yeah, I wanted to, that did happen and it is, you know, relevant. So I thought that I would address it. Um, I mean, when the guy chooses his deflated balls, I mean, the football over, you know, one of the most beautiful supermodels in the world who... I'm sorry, that woman has traveled the world. That woman dated Leonardo DiCaprio that in his prime, not in his dad bod years. And, uh, you know, she comes from Brazil and she settled with the man to live in Tampa, of all places. Come on, give the girl a bone and just like let her now pursue, you know, her other endorsements post-modeling. Let her become the next, you know, uh, Cindy Crawford, it's not about you and your deflated balls, you know? Well, not only that, and I said this the last time we talked about him, he left his pregnant girlfriend, Bridget Monahan, for Giselle. So I'm it, not surprised he's leaving a supermodel for football. In all fairness, now that I remember when that happened, I think that they had broken up and then she just soon after found out that she was pregnant. So there was like there. And I'm and I don't defend Tom Brady that much, but I think that's if I remember correctly, that's what it was. I'm choosing to believe my story. <laughs> but again, <laughs> no, go I ahead. Have more reason to hate this him. woman. The you know Giselle opened her life to embrace you know uh, Bridget Moynihan's son and just give her all the love. You know, he created this beautiful blended family. I'm and he Bridget comes, and Giselle, so. 
And, you know, yeah. and he fucks it up over a deflated ball. So I hope his ego gets deflated soon. Um, and I'm not tired of saying deflated balls, deflated balls. Because I, I wish, I wish his balls get deflated. Oh, for real. Really, that's so funny. <laughs> so that's how I feel. And I hope that, yes, he has to now go into retirement in shame because he's going to lose the rest of the season. So there we go. Don't manifest that into the universe. Speaking of men who suck are making great decisions, Nick Cannon is having his 12th child and his second with Alyssa Scott. Their first child, unfortunately, um, died of brain cancer in December of 2021 at five months old. Yeah. I did not know it. Yeah. That is terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, How old was the, the, the baby? Five months old. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Um, I will not tell anyone what to do with their bodies and how to, whether or not to procreate. But if you want to make a joke, I mean, that's another man who maybe some people want his balls deflated too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, as long as he can take care of them all. That's true. That's, you know. How can you give like equal love to 12 kids? cheaper by the dozen i don't know um i just uh, i i'm gonna be nice to this um i just hope that he has a way to give love and to like take care of them and you know hopefully it's not this thing that we need to keep you know populating the world with more babies because i have my own opinions about that and that's all i will say Congratulations on the pregnancy <laughs> to the mom who yes. you know went through a lot. So that's yeah, it. a lot, a lot. Yeah, no, I totally. Yeah, they went through a lot for sure. Yes. Um, what else is going on in pop culture? Oh, um, another man with uh questionable decisions. Kanye, we can mm-hmm. talk about. Oh him if you want yeah go for it get us started oh gosh where to start have you touched about um kanye in the past yeah, i haven't talked about him at all okay well that's smart um yeah i it, it's almost like too much yeah like, it is a lot i mean i mean you could literally do a whole episode just on what the heck is going on with kanye yeah I mean, uh, I stand by that his comments have been abhorrent, and I too suffer ties with Kanye effective immediately. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot, a lot of companies did. A ton of companies did. I mean, he's lost so many endorse in endorsements. He his, even his like academy has closed. Um, I mean, he's he's lost so many different um not just like brand deals but like just his life is completely changing right now because of the horrible things that he said and honestly like it's been a long time coming in my opinion I mean even when he's talking about like running for president and the stuff that he was saying with that and like it just seemed very um Uh, very Hitlery, to be completely honest with you, and it just like it aligns with 
what what is coming out now and so I'm just really glad that like people are taking it seriously and that he's getting canceled for you know a lack of bad words yeah he's he's um he's facing the consequences of his hate speech as so, he should yeah absolutely I think that sums it up and without getting too into the rabbit hole of things sure um another man who did something um very notable recently elon musk had officially bought twitter mm-hmm. and that has been all over my timeline you know he is saying that people are going to have to pay for the edit button they're going to have to pay for verifications you know and he's just making it so that here he's talking about making it so that there are like different tiers of twitter basically and honestly it scares me because i don't want to lose my my platform <laughs> That I mean, I love Twitter. I've met so many great people on Twitter, and Twitter is a, the place for stands, as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't matter if you like reality TV. It doesn't matter if you like a sports team or a musician or who you like. If you are a stan of anything, the place where you can go that you can, you know, really find people who love the same things as you and communicate and build this community is Twitter. And so it really makes me scared for the, the future of Twitter. Yeah, I I can I can understand that. I for the longest time I was never into any type of fandom, like involved in kind of fan any kind of fandom until I moved to the mainland in 2016 and I discovered Challenge Twitter in late 2017, which is right after I started I you know, I binge watched uh Dirty 30 and I started looking for people on you know, on Twitter and went into the rabbit hole of challenge mania and everything else. So, and that's how I actually met all of you guys. So, um, it'll be, I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but you know, if the time comes, I know, I know I, there are things that I will not settle for necessarily paying if I don't have to, because I don't like a white man telling me what to do either. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Uh, um, I, whatever. <laughs> it's you don't care? Yeah, because I don't like him. Okay, but are you gonna are you gonna pay for the edit button? Are you gonna pay for a verification? No. Can you pay for it? Can anybody pay for a verification? No, I'm a hundred percent not gonna pay for any of that stuff. I'm not gonna put any more money in that man's pocket. He's so rich. I mean, he he spent $44 billion on Twitter. He could have, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that he was like offered by some company to, if he were to, to give them like $10 billion, then it would have like helped solve world hunger and he bought Twitter instead. Yeah, because he's not a good person. I mean, I no. It's- I mean, I've I've lived long enough without the edit button on Twitter. I can do without paying for it. I'm good. I don't need it that much, so right. I can just delete and retweet. That's it. <laughs> but again, I don't have I don't have you know a million followers, so. But right, I just hope that it doesn't like change our interactions with um some of the people 
you know, because it's fun to interact with, like, Tina, she's super active, and if, like, and Jemmy, you know, if people like that stop using Twitter, then it's not going to be the same. Yeah. At least for, like, people like me. (laughs) Of course. But, I mean, eventually, I mean, with everything, you know, people are moving on to TikTok, and there'll be other platforms, and, you know, eventually someone you know, our newer generation will be adapting to something else. But, you know, just, I hope it's not going to be like this way. But who knows? We'll see how that goes. Can we stop talking about men and let's talk yeah. about women in pop culture? <laughs> yeah, so one of the big things that happened um, with two uh, musicians that I really like this week was that Rihanna released a new song, Lift Me Up. Um, so I thought that that's, I mean, I'm always down for a new Rihanna song, so that's awesome. And then, um, Taylor Swift is the first person in history to, um, make the top 10, all 10 songs of the Billboard Hot 100. The only person to even come close, um, was Ariana Grande, who had the top three. So, I mean, just like completely blowing people out of the water here and on top of that this is the first time in history that a man has not been in the top 10 so congratulations taylor swift that's awesome good for her Mm -hmm. and no i still have not listened to any of the songs well that's okay it's on my list you, you've got a long list. You'll get through it eventually. You know I won't get through <laughs> 75% of it, but thanks, thanks for trying to believe in me. Yep. <laughs> the encouragement is here. <laughs> I I will promise I'll be listening to the Rihanna song. I haven't um, been able to check on that. Um, congratulations to Taylor on doing something that no other person has done. I'm not personally a fan. Um, I'm gonna be that's all I'm gonna say because I don't want to be you know bombarded by the Tay Tay um Swifties but (laughs) congratulations Taylor I feel like Taylor you either love her or you hate her I will say this I did honestly give her a chance uh during the 1989 era I'm just I'm more I'm more and I'm more of a Paul Butler kind of music listener Mm -hmm. so Mm-hmm. I'm more in that, you know, sure. rock and roll part of, you know, but I always like, he knows that I, I send him like lists of female rockers to check out and musicians. So I'm all for the women and being in power. So. Are there any other like women pop culture things that either of you two want to talk about? Those were like the main two things that I saw. I think those are the two main things I've seen also in pop culture, at least that I've seen, so. Okay, well then I'm gonna go ahead and give us our weekly fantasy update. Um, For, since you two haven't watched, obviously neither of you will be giving an MVP or an LVP for last week, Um, but I will give mine, um, I'm changing mine. I originally put Tori, but after further thinking about the episode as a whole, I I gave it to her because of her mental health. So I guess she'll get like an honorable mention here, but I'm going to give it to Fessy 
um, because he talked about his name and he also won the daily challenge. So he was such a pivotal point of that episode that I'm going to have to give my MVP to Fessy. And my LVP was between Annalise and Johnny. Um, The reason that I chose Johnny is because at the end of the episode, um, they're like, the producer is like, like they break the the wall and the producer is like, is there anything that you want to say to anybody? And he's like, who? Oh, 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 Narice. Like, and then they like cut it and he's like, I had a really great time with you. Hit me up when you're back in LA, week, whatever. It's like super stupid. And so um, I think Johnny kind of deserves it, but Annalise as well, because um, she made a deal with both Colleen and Kim and um, Horacio and Olivia. And I think that it's really going to come up back to bite her in the butt. So because of that, I'm going to give my MVP to Fessy and my LVP to Annalise because I think that it really hurt her game, even though I think Johnny was kind of shitty. Um, as far as the game is concerned, I think it really hurt her game what she did. And I would say more so than Tommy because Tommy was just kind of silent and Annalise was the one that was doing all the talking. Okay. Didn't someone quit or DQ'd on one of the um, dailies last week? Or uh, did I read something wrong? I'm not, that's why I'm not saying names, so. Who? I don't, I don't remember. I thought I read something, but Laurel did? Or did, am I confusing that for something else? I think that, I don't think she quit on something. I think that maybe what you're thinking, the episode before, there were a lot of people who DQ'd because. that could have been it. There were a lot of people that DQ though because Again. they like missed missed the mark. Yeah, I haven't watched anything. It's just that I ran into some comments while I was checking out spoilers for Global. If I'm, so. I could be wrong. If I'm, I might have missed something, but I don't think so. That's okay. Um. Yeah. So that is my MVP and my LVP. Um. For this week. As far as the Challenge Fantasy League goes, we have um, Lindsay K in first place, Sarah in second, and Justin P in third. So um, I'm in 12th. Michelle, you are in 18th. Mm-hmm. Prepped up from 30th place. Not bad for not watching. That is not bad at all for not watching. And then Abby, you're in 38th. And Michelle D, um, our lovely co-host who's not here, is in 39th. So you two are really, really close together, 38 and 39th. So, um, yeah. That's, out that's how it. many? You're 38. Yeah, out of Uh, There's like 70, 75 people in the league. Oh, I'm over half. Yeah. Yeah, so you can still, if you, if you, you know, try to, Set your lineup in any way. Um, you can you can still make up some ground for sure if you put it if you have like a like knockout week or something. Um, it's not it's not unheard of. It's not impossible. It's um, not. I've come back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lot. So. So totally then in our Survivor League for last week, 
Uh, we have Paul Butler in first place. I am in second. Steven is in third. Um, and then Michelle, you are in fourth. I was dropped. I was in first place before last week. Oh no. I was in first place on both Survivor um um fantasy leagues. I took a screenshot. I was like, this will not happen ever again. And so, then yeah. Abby, you are in 18th in that one. Out of 22. Yay. You're not last. <laughs> and then in our Bachelor in Paradise League, ooh, Swaz, you're gonna be so mad to hear this because you are no longer in first place. Uh, <laughs> oh, Michelle yes. is celebrating over there, <laughs> but she's on either. No, Peter no. is in first place. Peter, but it's so place. close. Yes, I know he is. Peter is beating Swaz by three points. And so. He's beating by five. It's like there's only five points between first, second, and third place. Yeah, but it's like so wow. close. That's it's why I'm like very close. inching in. Yep. Yeah. You are inching in, inching in. So Peter is in first, Swazin's in second, Michelle, you are in third, I'm in fourth, and Abby, you are in last. I'm doing awesome. <laughs> you need to. Things. You needed to like get you know swap. You didn't swap. You didn't swap. You didn't swap on Survivor, but you still have until Monday to swap on Bachelor in Paradise. You can you can swap. You can do it. And Christina even reminds me. This. I still don't do it. Yeah, I'll have her do it now after before I leave. She'll be swapping before I leave. Literally for Survivor, she, I text them and I'm like, remember, remember, this is the last day to swap. And Abby like likes the message and then doesn't swap. <laughs> I, it's happened to me. It's happened. And like when there's a busy day, it's like, ah, oh, crap, I forgot to, you know, set my lineup or something. But no you three know, in the paradise. Know I'm not the most organized um person in the world. That's okay. But you have okay. you can swap three players in your paradise league. So you have three players to swap until Monday. So you can really okay. switch up your team. I'll I'll help her against my better judgment. <laughs> well, she's in last, so I don't think that you <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be that's okay. You never you. know. There's like a miracle that she can, you know, pass swaths as well. You know, a girl can dream. I'm coming for you, swaths. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. So those are those are the three three leagues that we host. So that is our um, fantasy update. Uh, the last segment that we have here before we close things out. What has been going on in your life? Is there anything exciting that happened to you this week, Abby? Well, for okay, I'm going to say two things. One, I just want to give our um, fill-in co-host a huge shout out because what everyone is not seeing, you may be here, but Kyler just loves her. And for the whole two hours, Kyler has been trying to get her attention. She has been nonstop. She keeps on coming, like lifting her two pound weights, trying to show her. She's like, I'm strong. She just and she, I've seen it Michelle all. Michelle has been so focused. But I've seen her and I've watched her. And has dealt with her for two hours, just running back and forth, talking. And I would have gone crazy if I were Michelle. <laughs> um, so I am. Remember, I'm the single girl who takes care of yeah. a seven-year-old and a 16-year-old. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but she keeps coming up to me, whispering. She's like, is she going to stay longer? Does she get to stay longer? But yeah, so poor Michelle has had 
a freshly turned five-year-old. Yeah. And she has remained focused. So anyways, um, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff, but, um, I, I'm not going to get into it all. It's, it's all, but I do just want to say that I did celebrate, um, six months of alcohol free on October 30th. That's so, so that's a big, that's, that's, that's my huge, my huge. big thing. Yeah. Congratulations. It's so exciting. Thank you. Very proud of you. It's been awesome. It's the past six months have been, have been good. That's awesome. How about you, Michelle? Anything exciting going on in your life? Um, let's see. I'm still recovering from, uh, thinking I was a 20 year old and going to three days of Austin city limits music fest. Um, I want to thank my personal trainer, Abby for, I, I got her in June. I was like, I have four months to not die in October. I am really out of shape. So I, my goal is to not die. It's not even lose weight. If that happens, great. I just want to not die among a sea of 20-year-olds. And she did it. You and, did it. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, and that was a blast. I saw 25 bands and artists in three days. So, uh, and, you know, indie bands. I saw Pink. I saw... Culture Club. I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I saw a little bit of the Chicks. I uh, great, 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 you know, great time. And I hung out with friends. I had a friend who flew over and hung out with me as well. And um, he's still um, raving about this Colombian singer called Lido Pimienta, who is awesome, awesome, awesome. So you can check out her um album is Columbia. It's amazing. Um, and just like, yeah, that's been great. And just coming back from that, um, I have started training again, but but I will again. We've just been going through a lot, just you know, going life. back to work, life, <laughs> you know. Sick. I've been sick also, you know. The allergies kicked my butt this season. Um, and if you guys don't know, North Texas is horrible for allergies and sinuses. So this is me just getting my voice back little by little. The majority of the year. I'm yeah. five hours south of her, but it's it sucks. Yeah. Allergies here. So, yeah. And um, other than that, just uh, been busy with work and... Just dealing with new coordinators who have made me just rant to everyone, which I will not do, but I hate incompetence and I hate incompetent people and they make my job worse. But, you know, I have everything in writing for when I have to complain, yeah. you know, and then I get to hang out here with Kyler for a little while and I'm hanging out with with Abby. So I'm glad they sent me to San Antonio this week for just a few days. Got to see another couple um were friends of mine from Puerto Rico. Saw them yesterday for dinner. Haven't seen one of them in over 15 years. So it was great to catch up with them. And um that's been great. So trying to like sneak in and have like those little good times between everything. But it also means not watching reality TV. So a little bit of reality exchange for reality TV. I'm not gonna complain. Nice. That's awesome. What about you, Christina, besides besides the flu? 
Yeah, so aside from being sick, um, I carved pumpkins over the weekend. That was fun. And I watched Hocus Pocus too. It was like a really chill Halloween, but obviously I was sick. So um, it was it was exactly what I needed. And it was it was fun. It was it was awesome. So I haven't watched Hocus Pocus 2 yet. This is the first time that I had seen it. Kind of waited until Halloween to do it. But yeah, it was it was good. Um, Since Michelle had given the recommendation when it first came out to not watch the first one first. I watched the first one after I watched the second one, which I think was uh, maybe a good idea just because it's, it's different than, than the original. But, um, you know, I, I thought it was pretty, for the most part, it, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's on my list too. <laughs> Jay Challenge also followed me, so that's cool, but that's, small news who followed you jay challenge oh <laughs> so now both jay challenge and gamer follow me so that's cool you know, <laughs> hey that's a another like i'll call it a another sub you know yeah. subreddit following kind of thing so yeah mm-hmm but yeah that's, that's kind of like i mean i've been sick so i have i really haven't done anything that's all i've done Mm -hmm. have you had a good nurse or candy stripper striper what do you want to call them uh <laughs> yeah I mean Brent has taken he was with me all weekend he took care of me for the most part but he's sick now I got him uh, oh no <laughs> well I mean that's part of it that's oh. part of song and dance he needs to get sick yeah. also if not that's not being a good boyfriend yeah so. so yeah and then my mom she she spoiled me too today she brought me a book and um some soup and stuff so I've been I've been taken care of okay good you know I almost got sent to Omaha like two weeks ago that would have been cool it's but, for me yeah I know but the thing was that uh the the refli the, the return flights were not gonna work for me mm. in order to work the following day or just gotten here way too late because you know Mm -hmm. uh, traveling for work post pandemic has you know become uh, uh it's a whole other ball game you know i used to do it like 80 percent of my time working before the pandemic was traveling oh really and, yeah and um now it's like there's less flights so if i'm gonna go somewhere either i make sure that you know, I have enough time to, to see if I get to the other assignments that I have other places or if I can drive back. So if not, I'll just like, no, you know, I'll pass. I'll try next time. But, you know, it's all about having a good coordinator who knows what they're doing. And I have a new one that doesn't. So, you know, mm, that's too bad. But yeah, if I ever land in Omaha, I'll let you know. Yes, definitely. And they almost, they almost sent, sent me also to Fort Snelling. That's near uh, St. Paul uh, in Minneapolis. So I almost went there and could have seen Anya, but that fell through again for the same reason. So, you know, I try to take advantage to see who I can see when I go to these certain places, but it hasn't worked out. Well, it worked out this time. So here I am. Yes, that's awesome for you guys. Yeah. So. Well, is there anything either of you two want to add before we sign off here? I just want to say thank you for having me. I've had a blast. God, thank you for thanks for joining us. Yeah, so much fun. We definitely um, missed.
the other Michelle today, but you were a great, great person to have in her place. I wish it could have been the four of us, like I said in the beginning, but absolutely condolences to her and her family. I mean, we definitely understand why she had to take the night off for sure. Much love to Mitch. She and I have uh, had the same uh, passion to watch reality shows that no one else watches. So we will always have Baby Busey. So that's for her. She knows what I mean. We watched the surfing reality show with Jesse Palmer. And there was a guy who looked like Gary Busey, but younger. So he's Baby Busey in my eyes. And of course, uh, what was the one with the Jonas Brothers and the thing to fame? So we watched those, but yes, we, we bonded over surfing reality TV. So long live baby beauty. That's funny. Well, thank you for joining us and thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.